Welcome to the Policy of His podcast. I'm your host, John Schwabish. I'm here with two fabulous data visualizer people, I guess. <laughs> Georgia Lupi, information designer, co-founder and design director at Accurate, and Stephanie Posovic, information designer and data illustrator. Welcome. Thanks Hello. for coming. Hi. Thank you for having us. We yeah. are here to talk about your very new, I don't know if it's very new, but it's a very exciting project. I know a lot of people are excited about it. I'm excited about it. Your Dear Data Project. Um, well, why don't you guys just want to describe it and then we can ping yeah. detail. I can important break the questions. Ice. Yeah, break yeah, the yeah do it, do it. <laughs> so uh, Dear Data, it's a um, year-long analog data drawing project. Um, it is an effort that the two of us are doing to getting to know each other. Uh, through our data and through the way we draw our data. So since September 1st, we every week collect and measure a particular type of data about our lives on the same topic. And we use this data to make a drawing on a postcard size sheet of paper. And then we drop the postcard in the mailbox, uh, sending it to the other person. So every week we will choose a topic. We don't actually give ourselves um, any specific direction of which data to actually track. And we do that on purpose because we really want to see what the other person comes up with, what she would track and how she would categorize the data about the topic to narrate the story of the week. Yeah. And so yeah. Did, you, did you know each other before you started? I mean, um, like, I mean, I'm sure you like knew at least of each other, but like, were you friends? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I think we both knew of each other because um, I, I know that you're going to talk about this later. We both uh, start from a very similar space when we're creating information graphics. So coming from drawing in a very um, analog, handmade approach. And so uh, it was when we were both at the IO Festival last summer where, um, you know, over a few drinks, we thought that it would be really cool to... Uh, to collaborate since, um, you know, since I, I would venture to say that like what we do within this community is, you know, relatively unique, like yeah. not a lot of people work in this way. So we right. wanted to explore that together. Yeah. Yeah. So and also, uh, just to add something. So um, Stephanie and I, of course, we are both designers sharing the same approach. But I am an Italian living in New York right now, and Stephanie is an American who moved to London. And um, so I think that also with the postcard, we uh, how could we exchange our drawings? Since I live in New York, and Stephanie lives in London, and so sending each other a postcard seems a fun idea and yeah. a way to really also go back to the analog way of drawing with data. Right. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we're seeing our different way of approaching data as we were really trying to champion and like basically go as far against like what you would normally expect, um, you know, when it comes to creating a data visualization as possible. So like really embracing the analog and embracing this kind of laborious, very slow, small data approach. Right. Right. So, so, so do you, so I know you both do sort of bigger projects and have obviously all sorts of things going on. So is the analog, so the analog world, is the analog world sort of where you both sort of start when you, you know, creating a bigger project? I mean, I usually I tell so. my students like start drawing first, but I find that a lot of people are like, I don't want to draw. I'm not a good illustrator. And I'm like, illustration is not the point. Like grab yeah. a piece of paper and some pens. 
I think we both uh, start with sketching. I mean, my process, even with digital designs, involves a lot of sketching. Also, a lot of going back and forth, looking at the data, looking for a visual vision, you know, visual references of metaphors that can help me structure the data visually. And uh, also then quantifying the data that we have in forms of drafts and pro prototyping. And that can be, you know, you, you don't really have to be a good illustrator. You have to structure the information visually if you want to have a sketch that can help you going through the next phases. What do you yeah. think, Stephanie? Um, well, I would just say that I, um, I mean, the reason that I start with sketching is so... I, I often find, and I, I think I've written about this in, uh, like, on the Dear Data uh, website, that sometimes, like, trying to understand the data, it, you know, it can be quite overwhelming, and there's all these little um, aspects of a design that you really need to calibrate and get right and really focus on. And so just by starting with um, pencil and really stripping everything back and limiting yourself, like I find that means my mind doesn't get too bogged down in the finer details like color selection or, or typefaces or thinking about annotation at yeah. that time. Like just starting the basics strips that away. It just clarifies it for me. So. Yeah. Yeah, and also I think that in our world, data visualization, a very common approach is really to start with uh, what the tools that you use, being like Tableau, Excel, or whatever else yeah. can provide you with, and also what maybe you are more comfortable in doing with those tools. And so yeah. uh, choosing the standard models that you're more comfortable with, and the fact that when you sketch, you have the data in mind, but you didn't have the data on the pen. And so I think that this is a nice shortcut from your head and your vision to the way that then you structure the data. And you can come up with more customized visuals, yeah. unusual in a way visuals, if you first, uh, you know, you know, you draw and yeah, you yeah. wait for you wait and you don't pull in your data in your um, software or tools or whatever yeah. immediately. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, when you use those drop-down menus in, you know, Excel or Tableau or whatever it is, there's like a menu and you're sort of now you're in this finite box of possibilities. Yeah. yeah. I mean, of course, thanks God that there are those tools and we only <laughs> use them. You know, it's just yeah. like that sometimes I think that's starting, uh, yeah. starting a little bit before and with, the, with, yeah, with paper, it helps your mm -hmm. mind really yeah. realize what you want to do. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. So, okay, so... You're sending postcards across the Atlantic. So what are the weekly, right? So yeah. what are the biggest challenges you've seen so far? You've done 35? Right now, <laughs> 32. 32? Yeah. 32? Yeah. Right. Actually, I think that we forgot to mention, maybe, of course, you will send, you will share the link to the yeah, DRT project, course, but we yeah. forgot to mention that, so each postcard, so the, the front of the postcard is always the data drawing, so like no text and no explanation, just a drawing that if you don't know that there is a data visualization, you might just think that it's a beautiful, well, hopefully beautiful drawing. <laughs> okay. And then the back contains the address and the how to read it, part when um, where each of us like decodes uh, her way of representing the data for the other and so this is really a fixed uh, layout thing that we yeah. uh, shared at the beginning so we were able to create a collection in a way right. and on the website we also each week add some qualitative notes some data memories like featuring any hiccup with the collection or also background material so yeah this yeah. is the you know the setup of everything right right yeah, I'll put a link to it on the on the site. Um, okay. And I'll, I'll put a couple images too because some of them, uh, many of them are beautiful. So um, they're great. So okay. is the biggest challenge trying to like 
figure out what data you're going to collect or actually collecting it or actually like visualizing it in a new way or what's the biggest challenge you've had so far? Um, um, I think for me, well, I think it's, uh, it's the integration of data gathering within your everyday life. Like for example, yeah. and, um, what we're tracking this week, I mean, I'll just tell you, Georgia, I'm tracking every, every hour. And <laughs> I'm tracking every hour as well. <laughs> yes. So I'm getting better at having that be part of my life, but it's Thursday now and it's really starting to kind of make me a little bit stressed out. <laughs> it's kind of intense. So, I mean, there's that aspect of it, but then, I mean, I think also a lot of it, it really is just um, time-based because, you know, you have to find the time to, to look at your data and then you have to find the time to draw it. And if you don't know, if you're not happy with what you've drawn or if it just doesn't feel right, you know, you can end up starting over and over right. again until you get something that you're happy with. So it's like knowing yeah, it's like a project is, each week. Yes, it's a yeah. project e each yeah. week. It's probably a day of work a week, yeah. which strangely, I, it makes me feel like I am invincible. Like I could basically do any project now because the fact that we've been able to fit such an intensive uh, year-long project into our schedules yeah. I don't know. It means that you could probably probably just tackle anything. Do anything. Yeah. So, so yeah. you so you so you said for this week you're you're tracking hourly. So are you tr so what are you tracking each hour? Can we reveal the topic? Can we, can we yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're tracking sounds. Sounds. And the idea is sounds and noises that are around us to give the other an idea of our, I don't know, like, um, yeah, or how, yeah. yeah, of our surroundings in a way. Right, right. Yeah, right. A, a different way of uh, kind of tracking our week and like kind of, yeah, in a, yeah. In a more subtle yeah. way than just right. saying because, what we're doing. So. Because actually, if you think about it, uh, and then I, I also want to talk about what I found, what I found very challenging. If you think about it, these 52 weeks uh, challenging and featuring a specific topic every week are in a way building a sort of mosaic of our lives because yeah. you really, you know, tackle a topic at a time. And I agree with Stephanie that most of the weeks on Thursday and Fridays, we are just like really sick of the topic and we are so relieved. Like, I think I am so relieved on yeah. Sundays when the topic is over. Right. And, but at the same time, I mean, on a positive note, uh, it's nice because it's short. So even if Thursday we feel already overwhelmed, but at the same time, we know that on Monday we will start with something else. And it's challenging to having your mind focus on tracking and tracking every single moment of the day and of the week. But then I also think that to me, it has become easier over time. So it's really like fitting more and more in my yeah. schedule. But uh, I, I remember that we were talking about that over lunch, uh, John. Um, so another thing is like challenging ourselves to find new visual models every time, like every week, because of course we want to experiment with this project. And so... Personally, I realized that I found I find very easy to think about my data and display my data in a chronological order. So it's uh -huh. very easy to read the data as you track them in the yeah. first place over yeah. your week, you know, timeline. But as soon as I became aware that my mind was pushing me in this direction, I have been trying very hard to change to change it, back, even if yeah. it's hard to reshape how your brain works intuitively. Yeah. So I think I'm now looking for different ways of unfolding and classifying my data. It's puzzling but fun. 
Yeah. And and other thing that I really sometimes find very painful is that you can't undo. You, you just can't. So it's like so frustrating when the postcard is coming up nicely and you make a mistake. You right. know, you, you either have to start from scratch or find very clever ways to, to I don't know, it. work around it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's part of the whole thing and so it's it's good. I mean, yeah. Well, the, the sound one is interesting too. Um, because if you think about all the sort of like wearable technology, a lot of the wearable technology is how many steps do you take, you know, maybe your heart rate, you know, are you running, you know, a lot of fitness sort of things. But I haven't seen a lot talking about sort of like our, our personal environment of where we live and work. I mean, there's trackers of like where we are during the day, but that doesn't do what this sort of at least this week is doing, which is like where we are in our, in our world and what, what surrounds us, which is sound really. I think yeah, um, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> uh, I say I think that um, one of the things that we've been trying to do over the like for each week with each topic is um, we are intentionally trying to track aspects of our life that would be difficult to, ta- to track electronically. So that yeah. are like that require this quite intensive level of uh, focus and that can really only be gathered by a human. So we're just exploring these new spaces. So, I mean, I think a lot of that, you know, we are trying to get away from, you know, it's generally tracking things that, that they're, yeah, that wearables aren't tracking already. So, but that was, that was a plan, I guess. So. Yeah, I think we really wanted to add qualitative stories to our data every week. Yeah. So it's not only about measuring the number of activities that we do, but it's really adding uh, feelings and emotions in a way to those activities because it's, it's just like a way to really getting to know each other, I think. And that, yeah, yeah as Stephanie yeah. said, it's, it was part of the plan. So are you, um, when you're recording the data, are you also recording it like analog? Do you have little notebooks or is it, do you use apps or like, how are you like physically actually like collecting the data? Um, in the first week we thought, oh yes, we'll have these little notebooks and we'll gather everything by hand. <laughs> right. But then um, <laughs> we realized that was ridiculous. And so sometimes I have actually gathered, like it depends on the the best way for us that given week. But um I think generally we use a variety of tools that are found on our iPhones because mm-hmm. at least you can hold, I mean, it's not totally socially acceptable, but it is mm-hmm. kind of easier to integrate into your daily life than yeah. like having a little notebook and a pen. Right. So there's a subtlety to it. Um, but I mean, I guess, should we talk about the apps that we use? Or yeah, if I you like, yeah. I, I mean, we really use, I've been using Reporter a lot. Right. Um, and I mean, like, I've just been using time tracking apps or just taking notes on my phone yeah. or like taking screen grabs of your phone, um, like your phone screen. So just right. anything, anything digital. Yeah. I, I, sometimes I, do, I think like what I have realized is that this is also an exercise in like finding the most effective way to um, efficiently capture data because like I tend to have this issue where I have, I gather data in a very laborious handmade way that's very mentally taxing when there are actually like easier methods out there that I haven't really used. So, right. Yeah. I mean, I think that, yeah, I also use reporter, but um, lately I think that, 
when I have already very clear questions in my mind about how to gather the data and so what to ask to my weekly collection, I can use Reporter. But when at the beginning of the week I'm not very sure about what's interesting in my data, I usually take notes on Evernote. And so I really just like log in everything with also some details that maybe I want to use in the end. And then I categorize data like after the week is over. So I think right. it depends on whether I already know exactly what I want to know about my data or if I am just like, okay, exploring the topic and I'll see what, uh, you know, what my data will tell me later. Yeah. And I, I think that you can tell that our approaches are like the difference in how we gather data because I yeah. do it the opposite way around or I try to think about what I want at the beginning yeah. to make life easier for myself when I'm collecting. Um, but then... George's cards are always like infinitely more detailed than mine. <laughs> so I finally so. figured out what she's doing here. And I might like, I'm like, oh, so that's, that's how she has all of this information. It's just um, that I'm a compulsive obsessive, obsessive person. So I need to record everything. I just like, I feel that I miss stuff. And so, yeah, I over, I over detail my postcards. Right. No. Wow. Um, have you, have you found, have you, have you, are you, learning things about I mean you're learning things about each other obviously but have you learned things about yourselves as you collect the data it seems like if I was like I did this little experiment on uh WNYC has a podcast called New Tech City they did an experiment where you're supposed to track your iPhone use and when you do that it's really illuminating into like what you're doing with your phone during the day so over like 30 weeks you've tracked a lot of personal information are there things that you've learned about yourself that like you didn't realize you were sort of doing or I mean, I think that uh, I, I speak, speaking about myself, I learned to be aware, like just yeah. like more aware. And I see dear day, I have a very, as a sort of self-investigative project, I yeah. learned that so many things happen in our daily life and we totally don't pay attention to them. So I basically, I learned to pay attention, I think. Yeah. And, um, and also... But, sorry, it's, well, it's London. The okay. sounds of London. There it is. Yeah, exactly. It's all ties yeah. together. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not capturing any data right now, though. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> They'll be here for posterity, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think that to me, was it, it is especially useful to really learn to pay attention and also to, I, I think, identify some areas or some topics that I might want to improve. I mean, I, I, I don't think I changed, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I identified areas that I'd like to work with and on. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, um, I think, um, how do I notice, um, how have I changed or how has it affected me? I, mean, I think I noticed a lot of, it's only a week of, yeah. Yeah. It's like a week's texture, so it's not like I'm, um, you know, coming to any grand conclusions yeah, about yeah. myself. As as a project, I would say I realize that I need to be as organized as Georgia. I say this like every week <laughs> in your data, but um, yeah, I second this idea of awareness, um, and I think it has made me realize like how yeah how often you go through life and you've got your phone in your hand or you. Um, you're not really looking at the world around you because you're mainly focused on like the digital, you're focused on Twitter yeah. or um, focused on work. And um, yeah, I don't really pay attention to anything in my city. Like just even just listening to the sounds right. is illuminating because I've never really stopped to focus and think about the noise 
that I, the noises that I hear as I go about my day. So, I mean, they're small things, but, and then I also think that, um, I mean, it's not really from the data, but I, I, this, this weekly drawing of data has made me think about uh, what part of the data visualization process I'm most interested in. Like, I, I find that over time I've become, I've realized that the part that I really enjoy the most is often, um, like, the drawing aspect, the coming up with visual systems, and, and less about, like, the data analysis or the data insight. And so it's brought new questions into, like, well, you know, where should I go next? And, you know, where can I yeah. extend myself creatively? Because I never, I've never really thought about that that was that thing. Yeah. my main, like, joy, main joy that I got out of it. So. Well, I could sit here and talk to you guys about this all day. It sounds fantastic. <laughs> I look forward to seeing the other 20-some-odd weeks. So uh, good luck to you both. Um, thank you. Well, thank thanks you. so much for coming. Um, Thank you. This has been the Policy Viz podcast, and I will see you all next week. Bye bye.